This is the Little Moments Count radio podcast, created in partnership with community radio stations throughout Minnesota. Each episode, you'll hear interviews with early childhood experts on how to support the important brain development that takes place in the first 1,000 days of life, just through Little Moments every day. Learn more at littlemomentscount.org slash podcast. It's FM 89.9, Camel J. Walter, Q Bear Banks Jr. got you on the afternoon drive and letting you know that every other Tuesday, there's a show that is just now getting ready to get started and getting it in position. And uh, what we're going to do right now is do an introduction to let you know who's a part of it and what it's all about. But uh, letting you know it's going to take place every other Tuesday at 3.30 until about uh, 3.40. And so letting you know and letting you lock in. First, I'd like to say uh, to Brother Duke, sir, how you doing over there? I'm doing well, sir. It's good to be on today. Thank you for allowing me to grace the airways with you, Q Bear. Man, no doubt, no doubt. Won't, don't you move. Just hold on to right where you're at, all right? Yes, sir. All right, all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, letting you know that's a, a collaboration that's taking place at this present time is entitled Little Moments Count. Now, the, this portion of the afternoon drive is presented in partnership with the Little Moments Count. Little Moments Count is a statewide collaborative focusing on helping parents and caregivers learn about the importance of brain development in the first three years of life. Nearly 80% of brain growth happens in the first thousand days. And we're talking about when it comes with the youngsters and the youth and how that's laid out. It deals with talking playing, reading, and singing. All those motions work with, with all of it, making sure that it happens. Now, it also helps create the pathway to build a child's brain during that early stage of life. And if you want more information, you can visit littlemomentscount.org. That's littlemomentscount.org. Now, this afternoon, we're talking about the excitement of making it happen when it comes to partnering with Little Moments Count. And... I'll be one of the hosts. Also, my man, uh, Mr. Andre Dukes, he's the other host. And then we'll also have some other people in between as it goes on and it continues. But also letting you know that uh, we should just go ahead and uh, let y'all know what's going on, what's going down when it comes to the get down. So, uh, uh, Mr. Andre Dukes, how you doing, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Good to hear you. Yes. Now, when it comes to uh, to doing a part of this and the work that, that's lined up in, in it, um, get, just give us a little bit about yourself or about yourself when it comes to you and, and what you've doing. Cause I, you know, I know when it comes to Northside achievement and also being, you know, at, at Shiloh temple and, and the ministry yes. and that kind of thing. And just being that brother <laughs> that I always talk to. So we already got a relationship. Yes, sir. So, but, but yes, talk, sir. talk to them so that they get an understanding when it comes to the child development and that youngster youth side, but what you've been doing. Because a lot of people, they, they see each other and meet each other, but don't know who each other are. Absolutely. Well, I'm born and raised in Minneapolis, grew up on the south side, and spent the last 20 years on the north side um, working on issues that surround children. Um, and so I developed a love for brain development and um, have really dedicated my life to child development. Um, I went to the University of Minnesota got my master's degree in applied child and adolescent development, and really wanted to understand how we can help babies be successful as they grow and develop and go on and have a successful life. And so I've been a part of 
uh, this movement called Little Moments Count. And it's really to encourage parents to talk, read, sing, and play with their children. It's a collaborative of organizations from around the state convened by health partners to develop and promote tools for both parents and professionals to support healthy brain development in the first 1,000 days of a child's life. I really became uh, involved after a couple of years of supporting the Bright Futures annual event, which was hosted by uh, health partners and Greater Twin Cities United Way. And these uh, events drew a cross-sector of 500 early childhood professionals interested in giving children a healthy start in life. Um, a group was then convened in around 2018 to start thinking about ways that we could launch a statewide messaging campaign that would reach every community in ways that um, were valuable. Thus, Little Moments Count was birthed, and with our website and interactive tools, we've really been um, just trying to get this message out of the importance of talking, reading, singing, and playing with our children to get them ready for kindergarten and on to life success. Okay, so now uh, we, let me just start with, 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 with the number one question, because we're talking about yes. brain science, and we're talking about yes, youngsters sir. at a very early age. Uh, explain to us simply, just explain brain science. What exactly does that mean? Yes, yeah, so I think the easiest way to think about brain science is really understanding the ways in which we can create healthy pathways that lead to social and emotional health and also academic success. And so that work begins early um, when we think about language, when we think about um, just the way that we process things cognitively. All of that begins with interactions. And I like to tell parents that every interaction counts. When you consider that 700 neuron connections are happening in the brain per second in the first three years of life, that means that we can literally wire our children's brains for success. And I think that's the easiest way uh, to just really think about it. But what's important in those interactions is that those interactions are face-to-face and that there are no distractions, that we are giving our children our full and undivided attention. Um, I like to say that, you know, um, undivided attention and quality time are not just about adult relationships. They are about our relationships with our children. Our children need the same things we need in terms of good communication, quality time, and all of the responsiveness that we want as adults. Okay, okay. So now when it comes to parenting, because a lot of people parent a lot of different ways, but then how can one as a parent maximize it when it comes to child brain development, number one, you know, because we're talking about reading, we're talking about talking, singing, playing, the whole nine. But even beyond that, mm-hmm. you know, at a very young age, they, they for those first thousand days, but then even beyond yeah. that, then there's that thing called kindergarten when they have to go someplace else and do some extended learning. So uh, break that down right. when it comes to the benefit side. Yeah, so I think that one example I like to talk about is um, simply helping with language development. And we know that children who are in a kindergarten with a 2,500-word vocabulary are more successful. This means that they will have to, a need to hear 45 million words in their environment to achieve this. And so the bottom line is children need parents and caregivers who talk a lot. (laughs) It's just that simple and who talk to them directly. 
And so, like I said, communication is important. Um, and it's not just about, you know, between adult relationships, but children need adults who are talking directly to them using adult language. So no baby talk, but just really talking to them in full sentences so that they can learn the language and begin to piece together their own vocabulary. But then also we know that children can learn multiple languages within that three-year period as long as those languages are spoken in their environment. And so it is really about literally wiring their brains to do the things that they will need to do in order to be successful academically and throughout life. And so um, talking to our children is one simple way that we can ensure that they will be successful once they get into school and that they can continue to be successful as they matriculate through um, their education experience. But then also playing. Playing is one of the easiest ways and the fun ways that we can help brain development. And it's interesting that, you know, fathers naturally play with their children. And so we talk to fathers all the time about, you know, how they naturally engage with their children, and they just don't know the developmental benefits of that play, but playing helps with problem solving. It helps with risk-taking and exploration. And, 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 you know, when we play with our children on a regular basis, it is creating a bonding relationship. And so this is one of the ways that, that fathers in particular bond with their children, but, you know, uh, most importantly, I think parents need to know that children are happy when they have happy parents. Children like to have fun when they have fun parents. So we model a lot of these things for our children that help them um, be successful throughout life. Okay, okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm speaking to Mr. Andre Dukes, and we're talking about a new show that we've got here at KMOJ Radio, and it's entitled Little Moments Count. And, and for the listening audience, every other Tuesday is uh, when we're going to actually air the show at 3.30, just to give you insight and to let you know. But what got you involved in this space and in this area of what, what it's all about when it comes to the youngsters and the youth and the brain and, and that whole design thing? Yes, sir. You mentioned that I um, am also assistant pastor at Shiloh Temple International Ministries. Um, the quick story is that you know, when we first moved to North Minneapolis in 2004, we were officiating several funerals of young people that were dying of violence. In 2006, we were approached by the mayor to um, identify an area around our church to start to talk to uh, residents about safety and nonviolence. It was while doing that work that I started asking the question, how can we get out in front of this issue? And how can we pre prevent our children from getting into these situations of violence? I recognize that often it is not of their own fault that they just you know, get into these situations, but there are some things that we can also do to help our children stay out of those situations. And so I really wanted to understand you know, brain development and behaviors and all of the pieces that, you know, we can impact to help our children be successful in life. And I went through a training with Born to Learn, um, which is um, a national um, home visiting model. And I started to learn about neuroscience and brain development and developed this fascination. And shortly after joining the Northside Achievement Zone in 2009, I had the opportunity to go back to the University of Minnesota 
to take a certificate program in infant mental health. And that's where I really understood how the interactions that we have with our children really set them up for success or can set them up for challenges because if we are neglecting our children, that also has an impact on their brain development and creates negative pathways. But what we know is that the brain is malleable, and that means that even if we have our children have a negative experience, we can do something about that. But what we have to do is give them five positive experiences to compensate for that one negative experience. But we can do it. We can change that negative pathway, and we just have to do the right things with our children and be kind. We have to be kind to our children and encourage them that they can be the best that they can possibly be. No doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is my man, Mr. Andre Dukes, and giving it to you. We got you every other Tuesday, and I'm letting you know right now I am definitely looking forward to it. No, I just appreciate this opportunity. I think as we go into each of these weeks, we'll dig deeper into some of these concepts around talking, reading, singing, and playing. But just know that, you know, it doesn't take a long time. You don't have to spend all day, but just five minutes of giving your child undivided attention and talking to them, singing with them, playing with them can have lifelong effects on their development. It's FM 89.9 KMOJ. So I'm happy to have this conversation with you today about uh, language development and why that's so important for our children. So, so talk to me, so what, exactly to me. what exactly is language development? language development? So language development is really just simply the ability to verbally communicate. And as you know, that there are many forms of communication uh, when we think about, you know, the words that we use, the tone inflection, but also our uh, body language always also communicates something. And so um, when you think about just the tone and the words, uh, really, we communicate not only words or expression, but we also communicate feeling. And so, um, you know, I could certainly say, don't do that. And, you know, a child might interpret that as stopping to do some activity. But if I yell and say, don't do that, then I'm now, you know, communicating some urgency. And, um, you know, children pick up on that as well. And not that we want to raise our voices with our children, but just in terms of how they interpret our tone with the words that we use, they are both equally important. And so they're really uh, three forms of communication, which also includes sounds and gestures. What we know about sounds is that even before children are born, um, they are able to pick up on sounds as well as that voice inflection. And they can recognize voices even when um, they are in the womb. Um, and so prior to birth, we are able to hear and recognize sounds. And this becomes a foundation for all language development. And so language development supports many of the aspects of development like cognitive skills, social skills, as well as literacy development. And learning multiple languages has huge benefits for our cognitive processes and the ability to be flexible in learning and other subjects. But it's also about increasing our confidence and engaging our peers and initiating conversation, which is important for social interactions. Children are better able 
to express and understand feelings and problem solve, uh, we are able to, um, you know, communicate and have the words to articulate um, and ask questions. And so one of the reasons children act out is because they don't have the words to adequately articulate how they feel and why. And so all those things are important um, for language development and really giving children the vocabulary, you know, parents that talk a lot to their children. And I think, you know, that is the easiest way for us to help build our children's vocabulary. Um, but not just talking, we have to use a variety of words and we have to be as descriptive as possible and expand on our children's vocabulary by answering questions and um, asking questions and really just talking in a variety of ways and using a variety of um, words to describe. So we don't just call it a dress, we call it a long blue dress with ruffles and a split so that we're being as descriptive as possible and building our children's uh, vocabulary. But also, I think, you know, storytelling is another way to build and develop language. And that's a part of our oral traditions um, and has really been central to our cultural expression. But this has become a lost art in this tweet generation. So we have to go back to, you know, telling our family histories and just sharing stories with our children and helping them to not only build vocabulary, but understand our traditions. And so, you know, we're really, you know, teaching them history as well as instilling pride and establishing identity. So there's so many benefits when we talk a lot with our children. We know that, you know, children need to be able to read in order to be successful in other subjects like math and history. Uh, there is a strong correlation between reading and comprehension. So the more fluent children are reading, their comprehension increases. And, um, you know, us helping children develop that strong vocabulary and build that strong vocabulary will obviously translate into, you know, how they are doing in these other subjects. And so, you know, helping our children to read through the books that they bring home, um, giving them um, just really uh, books that cover different genres, I think are really important to build on their, um, their academic proficiency because, you know, there are books that really help with identity. There's books that tell history. Uh, there's books that talk about, you know, just your everyday life and the things that we see in everyday life and giving meaning to those things. And all of that contributes to just um, our children's understanding of life and being able to apply that across different subjects ac academically and um, has huge, huge benefits for um, how successful they're going to be, not just you know, um, in kindergarten or in elementary, but all the way through high school. And our thought is that every child deserves and should have an opportunity to go on to college. Um, and so we're really setting them up for life success when we set that foundation of vocabulary, language development, literacy, and all of those pieces. As much as children need, you know, parents that talk a lot, they need a community that talks a lot. Um, a community that sees them and is interested 
in what they think about life and what they think about what they are experiencing. And so as much as we can have direct conversation with children and even get down and sit down with them um, and just have a conversation about um, how they're feeling, how their day is going, um, what they think about, you know, um, what's happening in schools or field trip that they went on, and just being curious. I, I really emphasize uh, curiosity in our in, in interactions with children because it really opens up the dialogue. And you know, sometimes you know we get a little irritated when our children have five million questions. Uh, Dad, 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 Mom, Mom, Mom. They want to know everything. They got fifty million questions, but we need to take some time and answer those questions, engage them in conversation, and be curious about what they think. That is the greatest thing that we as a community can do. And even as we are, you know, walking past our scholars on the street or see them in the store, talking to them and you know, just engaging them, um, you wouldn't, you would not believe how much that means to children to know that adults are interested in what they feel and what they think. We want to try to stay away from shaming and blaming our children, um, making them feel as though, um, you know, they are bad or that they are embarrassing us. And that's hard, you know, for a lot of parents because we have certain standards and we don't want um, our children to embarrass us. Um, and we have to just recognize and understand that our children are still learning um, how to behave appropriately in multiple contexts. And so certainly there are certain things that children have learned um, not to do at home, um, but they have to also learn what not to do in the grocery store or at church or in other settings. And so that takes time, it doesn't happen. And so although they may get it at home, when they get into different environments, they may feel uh, uncomfortable. There could be a variety of reasons why um, they are, you know, um, acting out, if we call it that, or whatever. But, you know, just remembering, you know, that we, you know, should try not to yell at them, try not to, you know, uh, demean them, because that has um, an impact on their ability to be confident and to engage and explore their environment uh, without fear of retribution or, you know, someone talking down to them or doing something to them. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, okay, once again, I got Mr. Again, Andre Dukes, and I'd like to say, uh, thank you very much for taking time out and letting us know when it comes to Little Moments Count, all right? Yes, love your babies. Talk to them a lot. No doubt, no doubt. And if you would love to hear a recording of this show, a little little moments count dot org backslash podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about Little Moments Count, you can visit their website at littlemomentscount.org. It's up from 89.9 KMOJ, no question about it. It's a people station. Thanks for listening to the Little Moments Count radio podcast in partnership with community radio stations throughout Minnesota. You can find the Little Moments Count radio podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at littlemomentscount.org slash podcast.